What's up, everybody? I'm Nikki. Welcome back to another episode of the First Offense Story. It's June 11th in 24 hours. I'll be probably halfway, or a little less than halfway to North Carolina, Mooresville. I got a few more things to do. I'm going to get some groceries. I got to make this podcast. And then I just hope that I prepared enough and I'm, and I'm out. I think I'm going to leave at 2 a.m. And I'm going to go like into New York a little bit and then down. So I'll be kind of, I'm not going to be going through any big cities. So it's not going to be like a really super fast highway, but I won't hit traffic. I think that's my best plan. It'll be the coolest ride too. So maybe I can make some videos and stuff. It's a 12-hour drive. I think I can do it in one shot. My adrenaline is just going to be <laughs> powering me through the whole time. I don't even need I'll that combined with 50 coffees should get the job done. Once I get there, I'll just go to sleep. I'm not even worried about it. I think the ride's going to be fun. I'm going to see so much cool stuff. I'm bringing probably six bins of stuff. I'm bringing as little stuff as possible. Just clothes, some groceries, my podcast stuff, and the Nikki and my eBay. So I can maybe set that up. So I'm bringing, I'm packing as little stuff as possible. I think I might have to drive through some rain, but it's not like thunderstorms. It's just rain. And it's like medium. It's not like super heavy, but it's not like nothing i i mean i hope i hope that it's not <laughs> like a hurricane but i think i'll be fine worst case scenario uh i hydroplane and end up in the woods so yeah no big deal <laughs> but i'm just gonna power through it play it by a year nothing stopping me i don't care i'm just gonna grind it out it's actually like relieving now that I finally get to leave because preparing was honestly more stressful I feel like than doing it because like for example if I had to go and get my truck registered and I hadn't even thought about it I would be stressing about that right now but I already know exactly what to do so all I have to do is just do it like I don't have to think about it I don't have to google what do you need I don't have to figure out how to prove my residency there's obviously some stuff that I'm gonna miss and I'm gonna need to figure out but I'm gonna do everything in a week or at least try to it's no big deal if I don't get it done I can I have a month or two to get everything done so I'll get the majority of this stuff out of the way get set up and then Monday after the first week well first I'm gonna apply to a few jobs in the first week online then Monday after the first week I'm gonna start like emailing people that I know I've talked to a few of them and they said to so I Joe Graff Jr. he's an Xfinity series driver I actually DM'd him and I asked him if he had any advice for me and he said Mooresville is fun you'll love it Heavenly Hoagie is the best sandwich spot if you have any questions or anything when you get down here let me know so I'll definitely I'll definitely message him um there's a few other people that I'm going to be able to message, so I'll apply to jobs, message them, ask them if they have any more advice for just steps I can take. Then I'm going to go to the jobs, to the shops, bring my resume. I'm going to ask whoever I can if they can get me in touch with the person that can hire me. 
That way I can email them directly and I'm going to also try to get them to drop my resume off in in um, person because I know if I say Are there are any jobs I can apply to, they're just going to say go online at blah, blah, blah and do it at home. I'm thinking somehow get them to bring my resume in person and then if I get their contact information, I'll probably email them and say something like, hi, I applied for this job, blah, blah, blah. Is there any chance... Did you get a chance to look at it? If you have, thank you. If not, I would love for you to look at it. And if you have any questions, we could go over something like that. So I can just get them to look at it and get them curious about it and then start talking to them. I think, I mean, this is the thing. Even if I do that and I talk to them and they're like, yeah, we're not interested, there's I think there's a really good chance they could put me in touch with someone else and then they could put me just just keep doing that until something works. So yeah, I'm just going to go around like a lunatic until I get a job. I'm just not going to take no for an answer. And I, I also talked to my friend, his name's the, his, he calls himself like the pit marine on Instagram and, it, and everything. His name's Brandon and he's a tire changer and I asked him if he had any advice and he said, he well first he said it was good that I had a plan because some people just go here clueless and then they end up doing something they like and he also said to email everyone talk to everyone and you may have to volunteer do volunteer work on top of a job at first just to get some some experience then I can take it and try to get a job with it so there's that route too I guess offering to volunteer so I would have a regular job and then I would put in a couple hours um afterwards whatever I I don't know exactly which I I could definitely do just because it'd be so fun I wouldn't even care that I'm working so much for free so with all that being said I had to I got business cards made they say they have my little logo and then they just have like contact information and then I made my resume good finally, which is, I'm so glad I did because I did it with my dad and I would, I made it, sent him a copy and then we had to go back and basically remake the whole thing. And then like, it's just when you're doing something like that, you have to fix it so many times. I call it like paying my dues because for example, if I go to make my podcast, or if I want to make a podcast, I know that I'm going to watch a YouTube video and it's not going to work. Then I'm going to have to watch another YouTube video. Then I'm going to have to try something else. I know it going into it because it's just like you have to fail like a multiple times before you figure out the right thing. That's And that's what was happening with the resume. So it took me like eight hours. So if I had waited... I did not think it was going to be this big of a deal. Oh my God, it would have been terrible trying to get it done. I would have never made it good. So it's perfect. I mean, it's not perfect, but it's super good. So I have that. I have my business cards. That's So I'm set up. I can just laser focus on getting a job. Also, one thing that I realized, so I was having like a lot of stress about trying to keep up with my regular NASCAR podcast, and I decided that's going to have to take a break. It just I there's no way I can 
focus on that and do a good job on the first offense story and that podcast and also try to find a job and be so busy but that's gonna be there forever for me it's never it's not like where I'm at right now where I'm young and I'm trying to grind the NASCAR NASCAR is like something I love but getting a job in NASCAR is like something I have to do so NASCAR is going to be there forever I only have I'm only young for a certain amount of time so I can't be putting all my energy into something that like I love to watch NASCAR so it's just temporary but basically I do like ones to watch I do the schedule on my Instagram I do some like reels all kinds of stuff like that I'm just gonna stop doing that temporarily probably till the end of the season I mean I'll still do posts here and there if I have time of course or if I end up having plenty of time to do all of it I'll do it but for now I'm just gonna focus on getting a job and I'm gonna post a ton of first or fence story stuff so I'm still gonna be posting NASCAR stuff it's just gonna be more like from the first person me trying to get a job going to shops working things like that it's just not gonna be like covering nascar i guess that's basically what i do so i'm not going to be doing that that when i when i thought about not doing that i thought like i have to do it though it's for sure fence it's what i it's like the whole point of this but it like i'm doing it because in the long run it's just going to make it better i mean for example Joe Graff Jr., the guy, the Xfinity Series driver that I said I talked to, I can make relationships with guys like him if I'm just out focused on that. And then in a couple of years, I'm going to be able to have a bunch of friends that I can call to have on First or Friends, the podcast that are drivers and crew guys, everything. So it's just going to make it way better. So I would never, I would never stop doing it for reasons other than to make first offense better i'm gonna probably just make a post on my instagram about that saying what's going on hopefully everyone's fine (laughs) with it yeah so i'm gonna probably release that like tomorrow or something i've been just pretty all over the place i mean my schedule just completely blew up and i think it's just because i'm just have so much going on I think, and, like, I can't really follow a schedule right now, but I hate not following a schedule. Like, I make my list, and it's just hard to follow because I used to work, get home, do the Nikki outlet, do first or fence, and then I would do a few things in the afternoon, so I could do that every single day, and then I stopped the Nikki outlet because I'm moving. I started doing all kinds of things like business cards, resume, calling the DMV, um, doing Airbnb, so a million trillion things. So I just couldn't do the same thing every day, and it, I just hate that. So I really need to get back to that as soon as possible. So the, the this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to get there. I'm going to settle in as best I can. It's obviously going to take months for that, but I'm going to try to get some main things out of the way just to feel a little bit better. Uh, then I'm going to go and get a job for a NASCAR team. And then I'm going to start working every day consistently. And then I'm going to 
try to get back into a daily schedule. So hopefully work and then go to the gym and then work on first or fence when I get home. Something like that. Then I'm just going to grind for a while. Try to get my money situated good. And then just get into habits of just living on my own. And then I'll go from there. I think I did a lot of preparation up to this point to make that easier. It would be so much harder to do if I hadn't prepared. So I'm glad I did that. I, I mean, I, I feel better about it now than ever. I don't, I'm not even nervous at all. I think that's just because I prepared so much. I've covered my, all my bases. Like I thought about it. I've been making lists of things I have to do before I move literally for like six months to eight months. So I, I've done everything I possibly could do at this point. Now I just got to get down there and just get it done, figure it out. I think this probably goes for a lot of things, but if you figure out the stuff that sucks, like getting your car registered, finding a place to live, like I had to buy a Wi-Fi extender this week, um, canceling stuff that only applies to living in Massachusetts and doesn't apply to living in North Carolina, just all the annoying stuff. I think if you get that done, then when you get there, the stuff you don't figure out, like finding a job, you can just laser focus on, and it'll be easier when I'm down there. So that's why I feel super good right now and confident, because I'm just get to go, and the hard part's done. It's kind of like this is practice, and now I get to go into the game. That's what That's literally exactly what it feels like. One thing I really want to do is come up with some kind of way to make like a timeline of the first offense story with pictures that way it's easy to follow you can be listening to this podcast and then look at that I think that'd be cool because I can obviously do my normal social media post but it might be hard to like go through and see where I'm at and at what point is this happening because like I could post a reel and it could be jumbled up with a bunch of others so if I could do like some kind of a timeline thing with pictures you could every episode you could like go and look at that and then when I'm talking you just understand the things more like if I show pictures of the camper when I'm like yeah I was in my camper making the podcast you'll be able to imagine it easier so yeah I gotta work on that and I I gotta work on making posts that are kind of just completely original because like some of my NASCAR posts like ones to watch that I do it's um I like put together the best stats of drivers and say who I think's gonna win, but now it's gonna be like just me in recording. I'm basically gonna be like vlogging. I think every I think I should um make like a little mini vlog for every different shop I apply to. So I show me applying to it and then I show me going there and seeing what happens and if I get like an interview there will be a part two, everything like that. That way, I mean, I just want to be able to look back and see all the different things that <laughs> were going on and just be able to laugh about it because how quickly everything's going to change. So I'm going to, if you don't follow me on Instagram, you can follow me. The first or fence account is just first or fence. And then my personal account is Nikki Centracchio, N-I-C-K-Y-C-E-N-T-R-A c-c-h-i-o or it's in the bio of first surf fence that'd be probably easier 
so follow me there and then maybe the timeline will be on like some kind of a website or something that I'll update I don't know something like that I'll post to that if I can figure that out we'll see I I'm just throwing this out there but I could be so busy that it, it takes a couple weeks to get that up and running but I just I'll have some kind of visual for everyone to some kind of visual thing for someone everyone to look at all right yeah I'm winging this episode again this could be just completely all over the place I I think I should practice this winging it though because it'd be so much better if I'm just off the top of my head all the time in these things because it'll it'll just be more real even though sometimes I have to write stuff down having just free ball on it is good too so I've had a lot of people ask me like what kind of job are you looking to get and I've said this on here before I'm willing to do every anything like entry-level job any kind of entry-level job but I want to like go over some real quick just so people who don't know a lot about NASCAR I mean even people who know about NASCAR don't they just watch they don't look at everything that goes into it so there's a ton of different entry-level jobs the first one that I saw was I mean this isn't the first one I saw but here's one that I saw Penske race team it's a cup team they're hiring a vinyl slash wrap specialist. So the cars are actually wrapped in vinyl. It's like it's basically like a huge sticker. Um, they're not painted anymore. I would get the big huge sheets of plastic and you kinda like put a torch up to it, heat it, and then you there's little tools and you make it so there's no bubbles and it's tight and everything looks good. And then sometimes they have to put stickers over the vinyl like they'll put little number stickers little sponsors wind stickers all kinds of things like that so they're looking for somebody who can do that it's kind of entry level I mean it says they they want years I think it says like at least a year of experience working with vinyl which this is the thing I mean you you go to apply to a job it says one to two years doing this so you're like how do I get one to two years of doing this when every single job says one to two years of doing this so I'm hoping that some of my other things I've done can kind of apply to that and then I can just learn the rest because I know I can do it it's just a matter of learning it and if they see that I'm reliable and everything they'll be willing to teach me because they know I'm going to be a good worker so I did put on my resume something about cars and being able to work on stuff. So me and my dad were talking about it and he was saying that I shouldn't put myself in a box with like just social media stuff and just like business side with the Nikki outlet. So the way we decided the best way to add something about being able to work on stuff, which I, I do know how to work on stuff because me and my brothers would help my dad build his hot rods when we were growing up and we just fixed a lot of stuff so we put on the bottom projects so like other interests hobbies just it's on the very bottom so it's not like I'm using it as work experience and Remy Hill Speed Shop which is the name of what my dad calls like his garage now and I just put that I helped build hot rods from and learned how to work on work with tools 
and I like restored parts, fixed parts. That way there's just something in there that they can be like, so you worked on cars, what do you know? Blah, so just There's just something. So they don't go through my resume and be like, well, he would be good at this stuff, but too bad um, he doesn't really know how to work with tools, so we can't hire him to work on the car. All right, that was a little, I kind of went down a rabbit hole there with that, but another entry-level job is a media specialist this one's for nascar so this one it just says the media specialist is responsible for capturing and digitizing our archive materials for use by the library production and production services departments at nascar i could definitely do that that would be cool we got um technical inspector this one says the primary responsibility for this position is to inspect vehicles as procedures dictate to assure compliance with specified series responsibilities include directing competitors and proper procedures for participating in race defense, race events. Work with a team of tech inspectors to verify that the race vehicles are in compliance with NASCAR rules. So this would just be taking the car apart and make sure they're not cheating because teams will make parts that are illegal to make their cars go faster. So I could do that. I mean, everyone would probably hate me, all the drivers because <laughs> I find that they're cheating and DQ them <laughs> alright there's a ton for NASCAR I mean they're hiring so many people I guess archive production assistant that would be similar to the media one the first one I talked about maintenance technician group inside sales representative uh, they, that one's actually in Daytona sorry alright now there's more there's one for junior motorsports that is a account representative i think that's the title of it i don't have it pulled up right now but it is basically you have like you meet with this the sponsors and talk about like marketing ideas because obviously the sponsor doesn't just want the car to be painted with their logo and everything there's different social media posts and different um marketing events and just different things like that that you kind of would I would be like coordinating with the race team and the sponsor and even like going over paint schemes what kind of paint scheme they want where they want the logo how big they want it I think that would be super cool I would I think I would be good at that one too and that one's even um entry level so there's I mean if you asked me six months ago how many jobs are entry level I would say not many but definitely some now there's so many that I'm seeing and that I would love doing and learn a ton from so I just gotta figure it out and get one of them and then go from there there's even a couple working on the cars like I said the wrap one and then there's an engine tuner one I saw on Hendrick Motorsports website that one's entry level I'm sure some of the smaller teams too are looking for people who can work on the car a lot of them are like the crew chief tells you an adjustment to make and you take the wheel off make an adjustment on the suspension and then the car goes back out for practice and you take them they take them in the pits for qualifying you make an adjustment on it they go out for qualifying because they constantly adjust the cars throughout the race because the track conditions change like if the temperature goes up 10 degrees they're going to change the car if it goes down 10 degrees they're going to change the car so there's a few to name a few there's some of them there those are all really cool 
and a lot most of those require traveling to the track which is the coolest part being in the pits i mean i don't even know if i would be able to watch the race if i'm just in the pits but i'm telling you right now if i wrapped a car that won a race like if i did the vinyl wrap specialist and i wrapped joey liano's car for penske and he won i would literally t say that i have a cup win and for the rest of my life i would have at least cup one cup win um <laughs> so i'm i'm gonna take every little <laughs> tiny thing i can get and count it as a win and that i mean hopefully i contribute more as i go but if i tightened one single bolt on the car i would say i won a cup race when i start applying to all these jobs i'll probably mention every single one that i apply to but for now i just gotta focus on getting there i can just get there and unpack quick and just be moving i haven't even thought about fedex i mean it's just completely out of my head because i'm so concentrated on getting a nascar job i'm just never going back to fedex again i'm making the promise right now and in a week i'm gonna be even more certain because i'm gonna be close to getting a nascar job oh one more job i want to mention is there's like a sales representative for charlotte motor speedway i would love doing that because it's literally the two things i like the most nascar and selling it would be the easiest thing to sell because if you love something it's so easy to convince someone to buy it like I know how good the race is going to be at Charlotte, and I know how much I love NASCAR, so I'm to be, I could feel like I could sell tickets, based, and because I love selling, so if I combine the two, I think I would do really good at that, so I'll definitely apply to that one too. I mean, I would, I would just do that if I can't work for a team. That's better than FedEx, and I, I don't know. I just think FedEx... I it's not like I'm taking I'm against like taking a job I think I'm like taking a job below me because I'll I don't think I'm owed anything I just think that I'm capable of doing more even now even right now even if it's not if we're a NASCAR team I think I could do better than FedEx especially because they they had already offered me like a a job in HR in um quality assurance which would have been a lot better than what I was doing and they my manager told me there was going to be opportunities opening soon and that he was like you remind me of myself when I started working here and I became a manager in a year so I just I don't want to be giving all my value to FedEx because I don't plan on staying there long term I mean FedEx is fine but I if I could be doing that somewhere that's at least somewhat related to something I like, I it'd be way better. I wouldn't be wasting time in just doing it for the paycheck. So yeah, I saved up enough money where I can afford to get there and blow money for two weeks. I mean, not blow money, but not be working. It's going to cost me a little bit, but it's going to be worth it in the long run, and I'll just make it back. I'll just figure it out and make it back. One more thing about getting a job is so my brother was saying that if I go for like an interview and I don't say yes sir and no ma'am and yes ma'am and no sir that people in the south will just think I'm disrespectful because he lived in Texas so I mean he has experience but he cla <laughs> claims that if I don't do that they're just immediately going to think I'm disrespectful. I would think that they I mean 
people travel and move all the time, so I would think that they would just immediately hear my accent. I mean, not accent, but they just know that I'm not from around there. They just don't. That's just old school. But, I mean, he was saying, being dead serious when he was saying it. So, my plan now is to just, the first ever time I talk to someone like that, someone that is interviewing me, ask them if it's disrespectful to say. I'm, I would just be like, I'm not from around here. My brother lived in Texas. Can Was he messing with me, or do you guys find it disrespectful? If somebody doesn't say yes sir or no sir or yes ma'am and no ma'am and I mean I'll say it in like a joking way so they just think it's funny but I'm being I'll be being dead serious I mean if he's I I don't <laughs> I don't know if he's lying but I don't want to take the risk of people actually thinking that all right so that's the plan I guess I mean I'm still winging it kind of I can't really get a schedule because it's just my job is getting a job it's just going to be all over the place, just applying, going to places, meeting with people, sending emails, texting, calling. Oh, my God. It's gonna, I'm just going to go nonstop until – I mean, this is this is just selling. It's just a it, – I love it. It's just my favorite thing to do. There's no, I am never more happy than when I have to sell something because it's just uh, – it's when you, when you do it, it's just the best feeling. Like when I find something on eBay – or I find something for 50 cents and sell for like a hundred bucks on eBay. It, it, the adrenaline rush is just crazy. But I mean, it's all the, the process is fun too. I probably shouldn't reward myself so much because the problem with that is I'll sell something, get so happy, and then I'll be like, all right, I need a one up and I need to go bigger. And then it'll just make me mad when I can't because my expectations are so high. So I just got to be careful with that. I think it's because it's just you like you have nothing. It's not like I'm you can go from literally nothing to winning like instantly because you I could spend five days trying to find a job and not I'm just wasting time not getting paid and then I can just turn it around and be everything can change instantly. So it's like I mean it's just first offense. That's why I love it because it's you're taking a risk for a way better reward and not playing it than playing it safe. It's like, I mean, moving there in the first place, that's doing it, going and getting a job, just cold calling get, to get a job. That's another way of doing it. But I think that's when I learn the most. And also, you like reap other benefits too while you do it. I mean, even if I don't, I, I think it's invaluable, the stuff you learn when doing it. I Even if I don't get a job, the amount of people I'm going to meet, I'm going to learn how to talk to people better. I'm going to learn my way around Mooresville. There's things that you can't learn from a job where you get paid. It's like skills that literally are invaluable. All right, so I'm going to wake up probably 2 a.m. I think is a fine time to leave. Head down, I gotta go through New York, Massachusetts, obviously, New Jersey, I think Pennsylvania, Virginia, then North Carolina. I mean, I've never driven more than probably five hours, maybe maybe less, maybe four, 
So <laughs> I got to triple my longest ride. I, I My adrenaline from getting there, I just, I'm going 100 the whole way, 100, 120. If I get any tickets, I'm just throwing them out the window and keeping driving until I get to my camper. And then I'm probably just going to walk in and pass out straight on the floor. Luckily, um, I I put like bins out to pack and my mom's been putting stuff in them, like things that I would never think to buy until I actually need them because I'm so worried about everything else. Like, I don't know, <laughs> stuff like hand soap, <laughs> stuff that I wouldn't even think of buying. So she's been like filling bins with like laundry detergent like if I got there and I had no laundry detergent I would get like dish soap and put it in the with my clothes <laughs> or something just not caring so that's been good and super helpful because it's just one less thing I have to worry about I hope that the camper is if the wi-fi works I think that is, that is literally all I need good wi-fi and I think I can buy a router. I think it's it'd be mon- monthly a monthly payment, which sucks. But if I can get a job making more than FedEx, if I can get a good little NASCAR job or even a sales job making commission, if like that one at Charlotte Motor Speedway, then I can just make them make the money. But it sucks to have another payment for Wi-Fi. But if I have to get a good router to be able to do this, then it's fine. Whatever. So if that works, the shower should be fine. <laughs> the two-inch shower <laughs> that you can't turn in should be good. And then everything else is easy. I don't need anything else. Maybe in the winter, I can get a TV and then set my Xbox up if I stay there so I can play Xbox with my little brother or something. I told my friends if they come down, like it's fine. They can stay in the camper, but get like a planet fitness membership or something so you can shower (laughs) somewhere else because i feel like it's i don't know how campers work but i feel like hot water will not be lasting more than (laughs) one shower an hour or something like that so overall feeling right now i mean i'm excited i'm not even nervous at all i i literally don't even feel nervous i'm just ready to go don't i mean it sucks i have to leave my family and friends and everything but this is what I gotta do so it's not like I can regret it or anything it's just it's just what I gotta do if I'm gonna first or fence it up and I'll be back my cat hopefully doesn't leave because he hates everyone except for me he's probably just gonna disappear once I leave he just hates my little brother Garner just hates him along with all the other animals so they're that sucks for them because they're gonna have to deal with him by himself. He'll probably he's got he's got this thing called destructo fever where he just wrecks stuff and just torments everything. I self diagnosed him with that destructo fever. Like he just cannot help himself but destroying stuff and just touching things. Like if he ever comes down to my camper, he could just blow it up in minutes. Just touching every little thing he sees. So yeah, my animals have to deal with him alone. I don't know how they're going to do it. They'll probably just run away or something. Maybe jump off a bridge. Uh, <laughs> if anyone has any questions, I I think there's probably like so... I mean, you've got to have some questions. 
some kind of questions for me because I there's so much stuff going on that I is normal to me but I would I can't think of or I don't think to talk about because it's like stating the obvious about moving and everything for me but for you you probably don't know about it so if you have any questions just ask me you can ask me on my instagram or something nikki's and triaccio first or fence or text me if you know me and then i'll talk about it so yeah the next episode i mean i'm gonna go from being home about to move to being in mooresville for a week completely new state new house new town new everything so it's gonna be crazy i don't even know what to expect i'm just grinding it out make sure to go on my instagram and everything for i'm gonna try i gotta make more posts about the first repent story on there and pair it with this podcast just i gotta i gotta like just cover it all better so i'm gonna be doing that more now that it's starting finally so yeah hopefully it doesn't rain too much i mean i can deal with a little bit of rain it would honestly be cool to drive through a little tiny bit of rain it because it'd be better than 100 degrees that's just blasting the ac all the whole ride maybe i'll stop make a few stops if i see anything cool and do a little sightseeing i mean i'm not in a rush my camper's gonna be there either way first or fence story is gonna be there either way so maybe i'll make a couple stops i don't know yet knowing me i could make one stop and then be like yeah i need to go here now make another stop then make another and next thing you know i go from like virginia i'm like 30 minutes away from mooresville to like nevada (laughs) utah (laughs) somewhere like that (laughs) just in the middle of nowhere across the country completely away from my camper so i i just ideally i get there before like five six o'clock on monday that would give me 13 14 hours to drive i mean that between stopping for gas maybe if i need to take a 30 minute power nap that's uh, that's doable i can get that done all right this is the pre moving podcast hopefully i covered everything i mean i think this would be one of the best ones because it's just it's time so it's just like everything's crazy now and the next one should be a good one too for everyone that's been supporting me and listening to this podcast and just in real life thank you i appreciate it It means a ton now i just gotta get stuff done and figure it out all right i hope you guys like this if you haven't listened to the first one please listen to it i i mean you can listen to all of them someone actually messaged me and said they listened to all of them and they said it was cool to see like the different stages of where I was at so I guess listening to the ones that happened weeks ago are still interesting so if you want go back and listen to the first few it'll just make everything make more sense and you'll know why I'm doing this more because the way I'm 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 making these in order of like events so I'm not like repeating myself every episode so if you jump into this one you're not going to even know why i'm moving necessarily so please go listen to the first one it's just seven minutes it's called the first or friend story starts now i hope you like it and i hope you guys like this episode i'll see you next week in mooresville all right i got this peace